Hey, Grouch Potatoes, this is Jim. Sorry we haven't had an episode in a little while. Um, as I'm sure you know, if you've been listening, we, uh, the three of us have been involved uh, in and around Tech Week of our of our show of Sorrel Summer Theaters, uh, Sweeney Todd the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, starring our very own Joe Foran as Sweeney Todd, and directed by myself, with many incredible props by Gonzo. Um, so this was actually, uh, this was actually, uh, recorded two weeks ago. So you'll hear us, uh, promoting it a little bit. That being said, um, as of right now, this recording, August 6th, 2018, Monday night, um, there is another, uh, weekend of Sweeney Todd. So it'll be Friday and Saturday, um, the, uh, 10th and 11th at, uh, L.P. Wilson Community Center in Windsor at 599 Matty Attic, M-A-T-I-N-U-C-K Avenue in Windsor, 7.30 p.m., $15 general admission, $12 for seniors, um, and we'd love to see people there uh, come out and uh, grouch your support. Uh, so in the meantime, uh, I think you'll enjoy this episode. Uh, Joe and I get a chance to finally talk to longtime contributor Sam. And uh, turns out to be a very interesting individual. So, hope you enjoy the show. And uh, please drop us a line on social media or at couchgrouchers at gmail.com. And uh, we hope to be uh, back on schedule with regular recordings uh, very soon. We plan on actually beginning um, recording again uh, probably uh, this week. So, hopefully, we should have regular episodes back up once a week starting very soon so thanks for your patience talk to you guys soon uh, in the meantime enjoy this episode of couch crouches Welcome to Couch Crouches. This is Jim. I'm Joe. So, uh, kind of a remote setup right now, I'd I say. We've done, we've done a couple, uh, you know, different locations, but we've never done one uh, from from here. So we are uh, we're we're coming at you live from the uh, Friendship Lodge, uh, Masons Hall in uh, in Southington, Southington, Connecticut, where we play Vampire, mm -hmm. and. Uh, we're very excited to have on with us today, um, long-time listener and regular contributor. Um, he really doesn't need any introduction, but uh, we'll give him one anyway. Hold on. Oh, oh, now it's not going. God uh, damn it. Uh, there. My love loves going to leave. That's right. <laughs> we have live here today, Sam. How you doing, Sam? Hello. Good to be, good to be here, guys. Do I have to take my shirt off? Only if you want to. <laughs> Only if you want to. Well, they can't see it anyway, so, you know, you, they can imagine me shirtless if they need to. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. I love that song. It's great. I remember it when it was actually in the top charts in England, like at number one for like four weeks. I didn't realize that Right Said Fred, like, endured in Europe. 
Oh yeah, they they had like three more hits yeah, after that no that you had, you know. Okay. I had no idea. They, like they still tour. It's just bizarre. They did this incredibly lewd one about like literally ha like the process of having sex. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like okay. I gotta, I feel like I gotta look up this song. <laughs> look up some right set. Friends. There was some consideration of putting them in for Eurovision. Mm. Oh jeez. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so we're, we're excited to be here. Um, why is Sam here? Besides the fact that Sam is one of our most faithful uh, yeah. listeners and most uh, prolific contributors, mm -hmm. um, Sam also runs the vampire game we play, we yes. play at now. Yeah, I've just we're going to be playing in like less in than like an this, hour. Less, less than an hour, hopefully, yeah. 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 I'd, you know, I'd say like within the next 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, once, I, you know, once we get changed and yeah. everyone arrives. Yeah. But. Um, but yeah, no, Sam took over. Um, I mean... Are there are there like different like head ST and like are you just They're all kind sort of, of um, are you just um, part of the ST Lurch, Lurch is the head ST basically. Mm -hmm. So he, he is the one that when we really can't make any decisions or are too scared to, he steps in. But that's because he's mm -hmm. six foot six. So. And that's why he's called Lurch. In case you're wondering, <laughs> I've known that guy twenty years. He's a sweet guy. Um, yeah. So we don't have a subject today. Big surprise. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's been a busy few weeks for you guys. It has been, no, and the, and the show is going great. <clears throat> How are you feeling about the show, Joe? You know, it's it's been a it's been a process, but we definitely have a great. Be very nice. The director's for, sitting right here. We've got a, we've got a, <laughs> I'm really excited to have people come see this show. Um, we everybody's put in a ton of work. And, and that is uh, Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, presented by Cirillo Summer Theater, uh, opening August third. Mm -hmm. uh, at uh, LP Wilson Community Center, 599 Matty Attic Ave. No, I'm not spelling that right now. In Windsor. <laughs> uh, look up SorelloSummerTheater.com. Well, I'm sure you'll put it on the Facebook page. Uh, yeah. yeah it, well, I, mean, I, I mean, we've blown up yeah, social media. Yeah, we've blown up social media. <laughs> Pimping the show. So, um, and Joe, as you know, as we said last couple last, last episodes, Joe's playing Sweeney Todd, and he doesn't got suck. Got the mutton bit. chops and everything. Yeah, you got, you know. yeah, I noticed you were growing those in. That, that's yeah. quite an impressive set <laughs> yeah. of mutton chops, it's actually. I, I, I wasn't aware you had that kind of beardage. I mean, oh, <laughs> he comes in. He, he's, he's got quite the, he's, he's actually quite the hairy fucker. I noticed, because really when, when I first met him, he was very clean-shaven, mm -hmm. short hair kind of thing. He looked very, I mean, you know, yeah, like baby. Faced, and now he looks, you know, kind of werewolf summer, We were doing Into the Woods, and I had no facial hair. Yeah. And then it slowly grew in, but I kept it slightly trimmed. And these, I've just let, I haven't touched for months. We were playing with his hair at rehearsal the other day, and we got pointy on both. We got a pointy on both sides, so he looked like uh, Logan. Yeah. It was actually, actually, good. I could see, especially yeah. you know, Joe's with currently the, wearing like a plaid look. shirt, lum yeah. lumberjack like plaid shirt at the moment, so. Yeah, so this is uh, this is couch crouches. Are you are you disappointed? No, not at all. Well, aside from you know the lack of couch, but yeah, I don't know. and the lack of Gonzo. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, indeed. Where is Gonzo? <laughs> Gonzo is what is Gonzo doing tonight? Gonzo is hard at work with props for Sweeney Todd. He, he uh, he's been doing an incredible. He came job. in and he was working on the chair at our work call that we had earlier today, and then he said he was going to go home and continue working on props things at home. He is he is a nonstop work machine, but he. Very much hopes to get back to Vampire sometime soon, and very much hopes to get back to recording the show with us soon. And we miss you, Gonzo. We love you, man. <laughs> There's a great deal of debate in England, actually, whether or not the tale of Sweeney Todd is truly based around something real or not. Really? Oh, I can't uh, imagine it is. There's apparently rumors that there were, there was a 
comparable crime committed around the I mean, this time in London. A, it does have a real, like, almost H.H. H. Holmes vibe, and that shit actually happened. And that shit did actually happen, yeah. Built his own murder house, so I'm sure there was somebody else who was creative. There, there was to, there was something about like yeah. certain pies in London around the time being found with human flesh in them, but mm. I don't necessarily know where there was a connection to a a barber's, a barber's shop, shop right next yeah. door and it being that convenient. But there was a human flesh scandal in All right. in Victorian England at one point that I think Sweeney Todd was drawn from. So Victorian England, you know, you know, you, you go and you, you study it and you peel back the layers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, that was just uh, that period and that region, and it was just rife with really fucked up stuff. Yeah. Well, well, that that was for two reasons. One, the more you repress, the more crazy you go in your oh, sub- sure, subconscious sure. mind. So the Victorian draconian values of morality and chastity just created weird mm. twistedness in the unconscious mind of pretty much everyone. And secondly, everyone was being poisoned by lead and smog yeah. that's, that's <laughs> over that period true, of time. Yeah. And coal smoke. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we were joking. It's like, you know, you, you take all that and then you add in, you know, en- enough, you know, en- enough human prions and eventually you've got a, just a great combination of, you know, uh, of encephalopathy and then, you know, just kind of like just general brain rot. Yeah. And then compounded with the fact that we hadn't worked out that things like cocaine and mm. laudanum and so forth were actually bad yeah. if they were available uh-huh. to the general populace from a corner store. The kids <laughs> thought I was kidding <laughs> when I said that in the asylums they used to inject them with mercury yeah. mixed with laudanum. I mean, they, 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 did. Did. they did. In the asylums, yes. they did. <laughs> Horrible idea. Yeah. But, you know, they didn't know that at the time. So, uh, I mean, they, they actually believed that, you yeah. know, frontal lobotomies were providing relief mm-hmm. to the patients in question because instead of screaming, they now drooled. Yeah. You know. So, you know. And it's an easy enough procedure. You just take a nice all drill and just. <laughs> ring, ding. Yeah, trepanning was still considered like a medical practice mm-hmm. around that yeah. time. So. And augury was viable magic. <laughs> some bloodletting done, you know. Yeah. It's all good. Listen, <laughs> something to be said for leeches. I don't know what there is to be said for leeches, but there's something to be said for leeches. Um so Sam, yes. Your your uh your 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 story in general is rather interesting. Like you're an interesting guy. I think like to think I'm fairly yeah. interesting, yeah. Um, Clearly, you're English. Yes, that might I be mean, obvious. I mean, even after seven years in this country, he's not faking it, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. The man is English. Um, Although I am quite terrified because I have to go home in two, in three weekends' time, mm-hmm. and I am going to be put through the ringer for all the words I'm not pronouncing correctly. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm going to get told off for every single aluminum or. <laughs> oh no! You 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 you've correctly removed the extra other uh, extra vowel. Okay, I'm actually mixed between. The two. Sometimes I say aluminium, sometimes I say aluminum. And yesterday I tried to get into the wrong side of my car again. So some things just don't go away. I tried to get into the wrong side of my car. So some things don't go away. That's terrifying. That's terrifying. I mean, it's really a no-win situation then, because you're here and everybody's like, why are you saying it like that? But then you're going to go home and be like, but now you're saying everything wrong. So this <laughs> you can't well, win. Well, you know what though? I feel like here, I feel like here there's a lot of like patronization it's like mm-hmm. oh you've got an accent that's so cool <laughs> it's, it's like that scene in love actually where like he's like sitting with all the american mm-hmm. girls and like what's this bottle bottle <laughs> what's this table, table. Yes. oh it's the same yeah it's like, you know i feel like you know i feel like that so. it's um, amazing what you can get away with with this accent because people think i'm smart even when i'm being really dumb mm. <laughs> 
I have to say, it's funny. It's funny that you say that because um, my brother-in-law is uh, is English. I mean, he's really like dirty working class, very mm-hmm. dirty working class English. It's from not a nice part of England. Um, and his parents are literally flower sellers. So like they're, they are, yeah, they are step some, a, like stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. They're a step away from Eliza Doolittle, <laughs> like no shit, minus the elocution lessons. Mm. Um, and it's so, and he's lived, you know, they've lived in Georgia for more than 25 years now. So it, it's, it's just so emotionally just, just, racking to hear him spout his right-wing paranoia bullshit in the English accent, you know? <laughs> his 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 his, you know, his imagine. right-wing racist homophobic yeah. uneducated <laughs> garbage in that accent. Oh, this oh my God. And yes. the funny thing is when he starts bitching about immigrants, I'm like, dude, you have your green card, okay? You are not even <laughs> a citizen. Just because you Shut happen to be a white immigrant doesn't mouth. mean it's any different. Yeah. Oh my, it's, it's just, it blows my mind. Mm. But one, stupidity knows no borders. Absolutely. Actually, one thing that's very interesting about the accent that you're talking about is this is not a natural accent. Nobody in England naturally speaks in this manner. We are taught to speak this way mm. in school. It's known as received pronunciation, which is like nicknamed the Queen's English or the King's right. English. Right. Huh. And it was invented only about 150 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, it's to get you guys to stop speaking Erse or whatever, well, you know. Like, basically, most of the accents in England were more like the accents that you have here in the South. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. And, and or, then, or up in Maine. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the Massachusetts accent so as we, well. So yeah. we spoke with more Americanized accents. Yeah. And then new money started happening. People started making money in England off of coal, off of other mm-hmm. things. And suddenly the peasantry were rising up to the level of the nobility in terms of their wealth. So in order to distinguish themselves... Long live the proletariat. Absolutely. In order to distinguish themselves from the old money, Mm -hmm. they developed received pronunciation and started speaking this way. And because everyone was pissed off with the colonies at the time, it kind of became an adopted accent. So no one in England has ever, didn't ever spoke like this Mm. in any of the historical dramas that you should have seen. They should have been speaking more like people in the South. I was so disappointed when I found that out. But the dialects, (laughs) though, the dialects, and I mean, there are just as many dialects oh, in, in, yeah, in, in, in hundreds of them in the Isles than there are. I mean, I mean we're not, you know, just in England in general. Mm-hmm. No, let's not even talk about Scotland or Ireland. Those people are, you know, <laughs> or, or of course is or the or the Welsh, as yeah. which you know Gonzo likes to say. The Welsh are scum. You know, um, <laughs> it's his catchphrase. It's his catchphrase. <laughs> I don't know what his issue is. The Welsh. Um, so, like, I you know, you, you tell me that, and. Uh, that sounds that's actually really cool mm. but then you so like somebody takes it and they go home and they bring it home and they ruin it with just ridiculous regional <laughs> dialects and actually it depends only certain schools still teach received pronunciation mm. so i grew up in a the, the natural accent of the county that i grew up in i can't actually do mm-hmm. but it's mm. very rural you'd probably have some difficulty understanding me because sure, it's, it's, sure. it's a farmer's accent yeah. And we were educated in school. We had to do all of these vocal exercises Mm. and pronunciation exercises, a bit like the ones you see in Pygmalion and My Fair Lady. The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain. Father's car is a Jaguar. Father drives it rather fast. (laughs) Betty Botter bought a bit of bitter butter. Where's the bit of bitter butter Betty Botter bought? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's programmed in from four years old. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's 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 more more Pavlovian than anything. Wow. I mean, they don't. You know, uh, I mean, I, I wish we had elocution yeah. here. Uh, I really, at times, wish we had elocution for sure. See, not only do we not have elocution here, we have people that don't know how to like. Okay, okay. I despise. Oh. I have so I like to think I don't have a lot of pet peeves, mm -hmm. but the one that gets me the most is when people butcher the English language, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, including when they write things or yes. when they post yeah. things, like the misspelling of basic words. Um, like there, there, and there. There, there, and there. Um, lose and loose. Mm -hmm. Dessert and desert. Um, can't and can't. People don't realize that C-A-N-T without the apostrophe yeah. is a word. It's meaningless, yeah. It, well, no, it's a word. It's a word, but it's meaningless in that sentence. But it's meaningless in that yeah. sentence, yeah. Um, I only recently learned the trick about um, desert versus dessert, where dessert has two S's because you want more of it. No, that's stupid. That's what they, that's what they told me. <laughs> no one told you that. Yeah, they that's, did. That's not true. That's what Dan Dietz told me. Yeah, but that's Dan Dietz. <laughs> You, I always find those kind of rules very like misleading anyway. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, I after E, except before C, except for lots of words where that's yeah, not that's the case. It's kind of the most useless rule in the English language. Learning <laughs> any other language, it's like, wow, this is difficult. But then being someone who has to learn English, I've heard Everyone I hear is like saying that like, learning English is learn nigh English. impossible. Hey, because look, it's a person that I've never met and isn't friends with any of my friends um, and has only one picture and is very cute on Facebook but has no other things. Let's go ahead and see. Bye. No, no, yeah, of course it's about. Let's go and see who has actually befriended this fucking. Oh, Jesus, is it a new one? Yeah. Okay, so let's delete that request. <laughs> Bot. Okay. Well, it makes lonely people feel better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, no, yeah, so, and how long have you been living in the States? I've been living in the States for s nearly eight years now. Mm -hmm. So, um, I've got my. Because, yeah, because I got married a year after I. I started moving here, and our next wedding anniversary is in November. Mazel tov. Seventh, seventh anniversary. We got married on 11-11-11, just so I had no excuses to, to forget it. So you could be that guy. So you could be that guy. <laughs> Not intentionally, actually. It was yeah. entirely accidental. Oh, no his, shit, really? Well, because my husband's a school teacher, yeah. so he has always has the late Labor Day off. Right. Yeah. So not Labor Day. What's the one around the 11th? It's, around the 11th. it's Veterans it's Day, veterans I think. Day. He always has it's Veterans, veterans Day, yeah. He always has Veterans Day off, so mm -hmm. we... We got married with ten day in ten days, basically. Wedding cost one hundred and ten awesome. bucks. Wow. So <laughs> I mean, it, co it costs you the license to get married at the town pretty hall much, and, like, and you know awesome. that includes the rings as well. Yep. So uh, you know, no, oh, no, no I, I've said that um, <laughs> my ring was. I think my ring was like sixty dollars. Jamie's ring was thirty five because it was uh, an it was it was my grandmother's, mm -hmm. and all I had to do was have it sized. Yeah. Right. But yeah, that was. Uh, Beginning of a pretty fucked up series of events, actually. Really? Uh, I, I don't know whether I would have told you guys this, but my husband and I were part of the fight to fall DOMA, to have DOMA fall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were actually one of the court cases because we were suing the federal no government shit. for me to have my green card mm -hmm. yeah. because we were legitimately married in the state of Connecticut yeah, and, right. and the state of New York, but we weren't federally recognized, so I couldn't get a green card. So we were being used as a example case next to Edith Windsor oh, shit. to overthrow DOMA. That's so we awesome. spent two years, we, we spent time in Washington meeting with politicians. Mm -hmm. We were actually part of the campaign. I have a new love for Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I had no ideas. No, I, it's, no something, it's, been, never, it's so far behind us now, right. if you know what I mean. It mm -hmm. was, and it was such a 
weird time of our lives, mm -hmm. like you know, not knowing no if we idea. could live together or anything. Right. And, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so we we were part of the fall of Doma, my husband and I, and part of the uh, <laughs> the court that's case that took it down. That's so. fucking awesome. Killer. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. But I'm now a green card holding citizen and probably going to get my citizenship at some point Are you, along the way. Are you planning on getting your citizenship? It depends. The U.S. has some odd laws about citizenship, so I don't want to have to give up my British citizenship. You shouldn't have so to. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have, have to, to, but it's a little Britain. uncertain at the mm, moment. Yeah, but now, well, oh, well, we'll see what because happens. Because things are a bit weird, yeah, as we'll you may have guessed. We'll see what yeah, happens. I, I really don't know what came over everybody in England a little a few years ago, but, you know. It's funny. We, we keep saying that about ourselves right yeah. now. We, you know, it's funny because, you know. It did feel like we crossed into the bizarro universe at mm. one point. I will say November 8th, um, 2016 mm -hmm. um, was already a depressing day for me yeah. because it was the day I turned 40. <laughs> <laughs> and then that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So it was an interesting experience. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty hardcore. Um, all right. Well, that's the intro of the show. <laughs> that's that, you know, that's, that's the whole thing. Um, what we like to do now, as you're aware, is we read the news. Oh, so we got to. You do not have to feel responsible okay. to have a news article. Um, <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. Well, it's okay. The, uh, hit the news theme song. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You go first, jokes. I think you right. have them pulled up. So my first article, um, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse movie, uh, they have recently confirmed that in the movie, not only is it uh, Miles Morales, Gwen Stacy, and Peter Parker as Spider-Man, but they have also now confirmed that uh, Spider-Man Noir will be in the movie. Um, Penny Parker will be in the movie. What is that? What is that? What is that? Oh, no, that's the bees. Oh, it's the bees, Nick. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Where are they going? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, no. So the reason that we've included Nick in that is because Nick is playing Spider-Man Noir. He is voicing. He is voicing Spider-Man Noir. There you, go. you thought I was just being an asshole? Didn't wasn't there like some abandoned film project where he was going to be Superman at one point? Yeah, there's a, there's a great yeah. movie. There's a great movie about it. Um, and he's playing Superman in the Teen Titans Go movie. Yeah, but there's a great documentary about the the failed mm. um, Superman. I'll, I'll 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 send you a link to it. Cool. Very My good. favorite recent confirmation is that John Mulaney is doing the voice of Spider Ham. Get the fuck out of here. John Mulaney is Spider-Ham. Get the fuck out of here. Are you awesome. serious? I am dead serious. Are you familiar with John Mulaney? Yes, I know oh, John Mulaney. John Mulaney yeah. is awesome. I love him so much. And That's fucking awesome. As if I wasn't already excited to see this movie. John Mulaney as Spider-Ham, confirmed by the studio. Spectacular. What do you got? Um, we'll stick on Marvel. Um, the battle is over. It is. At least the battle that we give a shit about is over. Um, Comcast has pulled its bid mm -hmm. for uh, for Fox for 21st Century Fox, uh, and has ceded that victory to Disney. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, everyone's very excited about the you know the you know all of the Marvel stuff getting over there. You know, mm -hmm. getting you know finally yeah. Disney having effectively all of the Marvel characters to yeah. do with in their MCU. Mm -hmm. I'm specifically happy because now the distribution uh, distribution rights to the, the original three Star Wars movies are right. now with Disney. So maybe we can get some nice remastered but mm -hmm. un you know un, uh, un Lucas un Lucas <laughs> original cuts. That would be very cool. Yeah. So. Um, there's a lot of speculation. Go on the internet, people, mm -hmm. and uh, there's a lot of speculation with, from Hollywood insiders about how 
this is gonna really kind of shift mm-hmm. the the landscape of everything. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, do some deep diving. Um, this is a good time to learn about business stuff because it's you know it's accessible to you because mm-hmm. we're all a bunch of nerds. Um, also, there was one more thing in, uh, related to that that I wanted to talk about, and I don't remember what the hell it is. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Um, Comcast is still mm-hmm. making a bid because Fox owns a uh, controlling interest in Sky TV mm-hmm. in England and in the rest of Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the, the English aren't European anymore. Um, yes, they are right for now. The, for the in. moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's a huge thing. Like Comcast mm-hmm. is still fighting with them over that, but it's not going to affect their acquisition right. of the yeah. film studio and stuff like that. So yeah. that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Rupert yeah. Murdoch's going to give up Sky. Huh? Rupert Murdoch will give up Sky. Um, no, so here's the whole thing. It's not the... I, I think what they're, they're doing is they're buying the other... The, like there's... Rupert Murdoch has his... Controlling, controlling share of it, show. it's mm-hmm. the rest of it. Oh, okay. So they, yeah. okay. so it's to go, you know, because Comcast wants to put together their own streaming service. Mm-hmm. And Sky is a very big part of that. Part of that, yeah. And so and Disney wants to do the same thing. Um, they're trying to get a foothold, you know, in the UK and then go out to Europe for mm-hmm. that type of streaming service, which they're already putting it together in the states. They've got something already cooked up in mm-hmm. the states. Um, that'll probably destroy that DC app. I feel so bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what's going on there. Mm. Uh, go ahead with yours. Well, talking about DC, um, something I'm very excited about that I just learned, I think it was confirmed at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Um, they are now, DC has stated that one of their future animated films, which their animated films are heads and tails better than any of their live action stuff. Correct. One of their future planned ones is they are doing uh, Hush. Batman's Hush storyline as an animated Maybe. film. Okay. I love the Hush No, no, comic. that's fine. I just... That's fine. I'm hoping that it's better than... I didn't really like their Killing Joke animated adaptation. No, I finally watched that a couple weeks yeah. ago, and it wasn't that it was bad. It's just that it wasn't um, good. Yeah. Uh, that seems to be the way with a lot mm. of stuff. That DC seems to excel at mediocrity no, sometimes. No, but, but their animated, animated stuff. No, I'm not saying about yeah, all of their stuff. Yeah. But there is a, but, they have a tendency mm, to churn out mediocrity. Sometimes. I cannot yeah. recommend. I mean, the single greatest superhero, cart. Well, the su- single greatest superhero episode of su- superhero cartoon ever is the mm. Heart of Ice, the original Batman the animated series, Mister Freeze thing. Which but they're doing a Blu-ray release of the entire Batman animated I series. Intend, I, I intend to purchase it. Excited about that. But well. um, the Flashpoint movie. That's great. The Flashpoint movie. animated movie is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, am I moving on to mine? Yeah, you're good. This is news to no one. <laughs> this is news to no one. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Because I am who I am, and I love what I love, and I do what I do. Episode nine, because they can't go without killing everybody off. Mm-hmm. Lando's coming back to Star Wars. <laughs> giggity, giggity. Fantastic. So, you know, it, will he be the one who survives? I think. I also maybe. personally think. I also personally think. So I've been thinking about this. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this. You can think I'm crazy, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking about this. <clears throat> Spoilers for episode eight. If you haven't seen it, you deserve to be spoiled. Luke Skywalker, quote unquote, dies at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
what if the force revives him? What if J- what if JJ is just like, oh, he wants to undo some of my shit? Guess what, motherfucker? I'll undo mm-hmm. some of his shit because there was kind of pissing contest yeah, there a little bit. I, I you know. You know, we'll obviously see Luke Skywalker in some kind of Force Ghost type yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he's still got a role, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi yeah, style role yeah, to play. Obi Wan disappeared in the first movie, just the, the exact same way that Luke did mm-hmm. when he died and came back as a ghost. So it's you know, Luke's just gonna do the same thing. That's what I think, at least. He's gonna be Force Ghost, and he's gonna hang out with Yoda because they brought Yoda back. For yeah, and Yoda can still do things like summon lightning yeah. from the dead <laughs> and shit like that. So. Um, yeah, I saw, I saw, I think it was some cartoon about a thing at like the end of Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. where, you know, Anakin Skywalker returns as a force ghost. Yeah. But then they had all of the children that he'd murdered yes. emerging as force ghosts around him. <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> uh. So, um, and the other thing I wanted to just talk about real quick, just random, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and I think we're going to need to have um, an episode about that, yeah. an episode about this. There was a San Diego Comic-Con panel mm-hmm. <clears throat> recently, uh, today, uh, it actually might have been last night, uh, about Harry Potter and the fandom. Okay. And the question as to who owns the canon. Like, who, you know, is it hers? Is it ours? Is it theirs? Whose is it? It's, and I uh, feel like... Um, it's not a question. It's no, it isn't. But, <laughs> but the fact is, is that it's, it's an issue. Now, mind you... This this segues very well into our like toxic fandom episodes yeah. that Gonzo and I do, but I do believe that's something that we should have a, a discussion a about. discussion about. If you're interested in talking about um, ownership of canon, ownership of 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 IPs, not literally, but right. you know, yeah. morally, spiritually. Um, how can they get in touch with us, Joe? Well, they can email us, uh, couchcrouches at gmail.com. They can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash couchcrouches. You can find us on Twitter at couchcrouches. You can find us on Instagram at couchcrouches. Or you can post a review on iTunes or Google Play. I guess there's not a way to rate on uh, on Spotify. Spotify. But we um, are on Spotify now. You can post comments on Podbean. You can't post reviews. I'm guessing a lot of this is from the fact that J.K. Rowling frequently speaks out about canon yeah. on her sure. Twitter feed. I mean, I remember the the incident where they'd, they'd cast a black girl as Hermione right, in a yeah. Harry Potter play That's in London, and she, she basically, in response to all the flagrant mm-hmm. racism that came out there, pointed out that she had never once in any no. book specified Hermione's skin color. Nope. So. She, all, she, all she discusses is her hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said her hair, buck teeth, yep. uh, yeah. frizzy hair. Yep. Never once did I mention skin color. Nope. <laughs> Although there are also some things, and I guess we could talk about this to an extent. I, I like I love Joe Rowling. I think she's great. I think she's done incredible things. But um, I think some of her retro her retroactive um, actions, I kind of go, "Are you George Lucasing this?" Yeah, that's the thing. Are There's some lines that, where it's like, yeah. "Are you saying so?" George Lucas is like, "Oh, well, Leia was always Luke's sister. You're not telling the truth, George." No. Joe goes, oh, well, Dumbledore was always gay. Oh? I think Dumbledore is gay. Like, I think that mm. works for me. But yeah. Joe? Wh- where? You know, where? Well, no, no. Him and Nicholas Flamel and then Grindelwald. Okay, but, but this is... I'm... Okay. I don't know. I, how did you feel? Uh, I mean... I, I mean, I think... Clearly, it, I think no, no, hold, it, on, I, hold on. Let's... Yeah. Disclaimer. In case you haven't been paying attention, 
my friend Sam's gay. Mm-hmm. How did you feel? I thought it was a, a retcon, personally. I mm-hmm. thought what she suggested yeah. was a retcon. It was but a, I thought that, it was a perfectly fair retcon. Uh, because there had yes. been nothing ever established about, in any of the books, about Dumbledore no. having any form of sexuality at no. all, really. See, my question, my issue with it wasn't what it was. It was, was there motive behind her doing mm-hmm. it? Probably. That's my issue. Uh, do I mind? I mean, I, I mean, I think the story I remember reading was the, the reason it came up was because in the films, they wanted to propose a previous relationship between McGonagall huh. and Dumbledore. And the director wanted oh. to imply that they'd had some kind of love relationship in the past. And Rowling just said, oh. you can't do that. Dumbledore's gay. I've <laughs> never heard that before. And that was where the initial response from it came from, and then she kind of expanded on it later on. I have always loved the whole Twitter thing going, well, you know, I just don't see him as gay. Well, that's because fucking gay people look the the same Same as as everybody everybody else. else. (laughs) I mean, I I always loved that. Yeah, people always hold on to, because when I grew up, when I grew up, like in the 80s, 90s and stuff mm-hmm. like that, there were only two types of gay people allowed to be seen in popular media. And they were either so effeminate and camp mm-hmm. as to be utterly non-threatening. Mm-hmm. So they were in totally... The, com- gay, the gay best friend. The right? gay best friend, you yep. know. So, so they lost any sense of being mm-hmm. uh, masculine or in any way threatening to any masculine men yep. watching. Mm-hmm. Or they were dying of AIDS. And those yeah. are essentially your two yeah. choice Very of gay role models. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Very. Wow. I never S- thought about so that. So when you grow up with that kind of image, <sighs> that's what people expect to see in media of gay people. And this so. is not what we were planning on talking about <laughs> for this episode, but I think this is important stuff. Well, I mean, there is the whole, like, uh, barrier gays trope that yeah. people talk about all the time, where mm-hmm. it's like, if you have a gay relationship, at the end of it, something tragic is going to happen to you. Yes, One of them is going to be dead, if not both of them. It's it's a thing that happens in media all the time, mm-hmm. and it's something that I think like the DC shows on the CW have done a lot to not get into that stereotype a lot. Um, it's happened a few times, but it's I don't know, man. The hottest guy on Arrow mm-hmm. is in real life like just gay as gay, gay, mm-hmm. and he's not gay on the show. And it's like he was yeah. such an opportunity to make. <laughs> Him. You know what I'm and talking I, about? Uh, Arsenal. Yeah. That guy's fucking hot. But um, I, I am uh-huh. I am straight, and that guy's fucking, fucking hot. hot. Yeah. <laughs> they uh they also talking about although Stephen Stephen Amell's abs mm. win the uh talking about portrayal of gay men in media. Have you seen the new uh, Bohemian Rhapsody trailer? You mean, they did? You mean where they 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 regay they 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 regayified they 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 <laughs> the gay back? Now, mind you, I mean he, you know, and and you know, someone was like, yeah, they did the regay, they, they, you know, they said you know, showed him being you know being queer in it, but then there's there's this woman who's like you know supposed to be his you know they're obviously making her out to be some kind of uh, love interest. Why? You mean the woman that was his wife? Yeah. But Freddie Mercury was, was bisexual. Was bisexual and well, it's like, it's openly like, so. It's, it's mm-hmm. like, you, you mean the person that he wrote You're My Best Friend about and who took care of him as he died and he, who he left everything to? You can have a woman in a, in a movie saying warm things to someone and A, not necessarily have it be romantic. Mm-hmm. Or you can like I don't know, Joe. Can can you like guys and girls? I mean, uh, I mean, pretty I think sure you're pretty you sure. I'm pretty sure it's a broad <laughs> option. I mean, I, just putting that out there. Um, As I think it's, who, it's you know, is a fan of both. 
I'm pretty sure you could be a fan of both. Wait, I'm pretty am certain I, wait, it happens. Am I the only just like, am, am I whitey at this table? <laughs> I guess. Holy shit. If any consolation, I'm completely the other way. You know, I, I, I have never been able to find a woman attractive. I've tried. On a few occasions, well, fair enough, fair but, you know. we've got a spectrum here. We've got both ends. And that's well, so but you know what, though, like, like, like I mean, I can, I, I can't, I didn't expect to go in this conversation. I can look at a guy and go, that guy's fucking hot. Like that guy's fucking yeah. hot. I, I, there isn't a part of you know. There certainly wouldn't want you know having. I wouldn't want to like be at the business end of his member or anything like that. <laughs> But I can, but you can, but I can, I can do the same yeah. as I can yeah. appreciate the same in a woman. But as you said, there's no, what there's friend, no hormonal what my backing fr- to it. My, my friend Joe, not this friend yeah. Joe, my other friend Joe, who is just you know as gay as a maypole, as as, as they say, um, is uh, he always said that the, the the unifying thing between gay men and straight men is the love of boobs. It's like every, he's, he's like, all men love boobs. It, not necessarily sexually, but all men love boobs they universally. Are, they are entertaining. Yes. They do have a wonderful every, quality. Yeah, to every them. guy can look at a set of tits and go, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a lot of fun. Yeah. That's fun. So, Just some of us look at a set of tits and go, that's yeah. fun. So, I, I did, uh, I listened to Drunken Crawl. <laughs> did you finally listen to Drunken Crawl? I did. I Any did regrets? Not at all. My only regrets. My only regrets. Did you listen to Drunken Crawl? I haven't yet. I've got it in my download. So the only re- I have two regrets of Drunken mm-hmm. Crawl. Uh, one uh, that there are times where it's incomprehensible. Yeah. And there are times where we find ourselves watching the movie. Yeah. There's a there's a <laughs> lot of long pauses of silence and then us going. We should probably be talking. Talking at this point. Yeah. But talking about Drunken Crawl, we do have a question for Sam from Drunken Crawl. Have you seen the movie Crawl and do you love it or do you absolutely despise it? I have seen the movie Crawl. And I love it there because you go. it is. Told you so. Yeah, we were right. It, it's one of those things that, if you try and view it as some kind of masterpiece of cinema, it, you're 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 just barking yeah. up the wrong tree. You if you apply if you, the word cinema to crime. Yeah. exactly, if you see if you see it as just someone had an idea and somehow got funding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that. I mean that was actually that was a forty-five million dollar movie yeah. in nineteen eighty-three. That was an expensive mm-hmm. film. I'm afraid we're going to have to. I'm going to have to go and run a game downstairs now. Okay, so well, I have well, uh, we'll players hang, uh, okay. hang it on to me. Well, so well then we can Sam, do a conclusion what, after game yeah, if you want. Why don't you? Uh, what, well, we can do that. But why don't you just take a moment to pimp your game? Okay. Well, so we are New England Nightmares. We run every third Saturday in Southington. Um, I will get the website because it's a little long and complex. I'll get it mm-hmm. put up on the the Couch Graduates yeah, Facebook page if that's all right. And please do. If you want to come down, we start at six p.m. on Saturdays and the third Saturday of each month. Mm-hmm. Uh, traditional Camarilla vampire game using the new By Night Studios rule set. Yeah. For, mm-hmm. If that means anything to <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to anyone out there, with our listeners, it probably means yeah. something. Probably means it's a, it's a much more streamlined game we than don't it used use, to be. Yeah, we don't use V20. We use By Night Studios, which I prefer. And yeah, and your your Couch Grouches team of all characters in the game, mm-hmm. and yeah. will hopefully survive the night so that you can meet them. If not, I'll <laughs> if play you something, come along yeah, something else. I can always <laughs> roll something else. Crunch all you want, I'll make more. Well, Sam, thanks for being on the show. You're quite welcome. And we'll uh, maybe we'll see you on the uh, yep. on the flip side. On the flip but side at the end of the game. Otherwise, so. uh, thanks for coming. You're yeah. Welcome. Thanks very much. Right, thanks guys. for being you guys. Right. Sam. <laughs> So, okay, so now I'm going to grab Sam's mic because we only ended up having one mic. How's this now? I mean, it's better. <laughs> it's definitely better. Um, all right, so 
Do we, we want to do questions? Really we quick? do have some questions. So let me just go ahead and look. I don't think so. Doug is in Paris. Right. Um, uh, however, back on the 11th, Doug gave us a question. Did we do a show on the 11th? Possibly. What are the questions? Uh, sorry about the repeat last. Uh, the no, these are these are new questions. All right. So yeah, this is from yeah this is from last week. But uh, yeah, so I guess. Yeah, we didn't record last week. No, we did not. So yeah, I, I, apologies for the um, the inconsistency of the episodes. Um, theater season is rough, um, so we're yeah, hopefully. It's, uh, I mean, we've only got a couple weeks until we open, so. Yeah, so have it soon enough. But in the meantime, I guess we can go to our letter section. We'll start with Doug. All right. So Doug says, uh, hey, fellas, I'm sorry for the repeat question last week. The toxic fandom episode wasn't out yet, so I hadn't remembered if I had asked the question yet. Mm. That was 100% on me. Sorry to let you and the rest of the grouch potatoes down. Oh, Doug. Uh, on to new things. Number one, uh, what film slash TV series slash book, fuck it, anything that's not currently already a play or musical, would you like to see as a stage production? Personally, he thinks that Oh Brother, Where Art Thou would be a fun romp through Homer's yeah, Odyssey on stage. I, mean, um, I have always said that there are two things that need to be made into Broadway musicals. Mm -hmm. um, one being the Blues Brothers. Yeah. And the other being Airplane. I mean, the one, the thing that I want to see becoming a musical apparently is already underway, and What's that's that? Beetlejuice. Yep, Beetlejuice. I am. I've been. I love <laughs> Beetlejuice, and I think it would make an absolutely stellar stage musical. So I also think that they should adapt the Breakfast Club mm -hmm. for a play and have yeah. teens in it. That is incredibly doable. <coughs> I mean, the whole thing takes place in a goddamn library. Yeah. So, all right. Next, uh, if they had to make an HBO miniseries, a la. Westworld about one of the Final Fantasy games. Which one w would you be the most interested in seeing? Bonus points for anyone who says Final Fantasy Tactics. Arguably the most <laughs> underrated entry into the series. Final Fantasy Tactics is my second favorite Final Fantasy yeah. game. I love that fucking game. Um, so I will agree seeing a Final Fantasy Tactics mm -hmm. movie, uh, uh, HBO series would be awesome. Yeah. But you know I'm going to go with yeah. Final Fantasy IV. Right. Like, you know how I mm -hmm. roll, you know, Cecil and Kane Highwind and, mm -hmm. and, and, and Rosa and the Lunar Whale mm -hmm. and People from the Moon. I mean, that's fucking cool. And I assume you're going to say Final Fantasy VII. Uh, I mean, I feel like seven would be the one that they would most likely actually make. Yeah. Um, I like ten. Ten's good. Ten's a good game. I think ten would make a good miniseries. Yeah, as long as you only had Blitzball, like, every fourth yeah. episode. <laughs> like, you can't have Blitzball every episode. <laughs> Um, all right, and finally, what have you been sad about lately? Mm. I know that this is a cop-out, but we're all actually interested, and I didn't add, ask anything sad this week. Um, <sighs> I have something, and I am reticent to bring it up. It's fair. I mean, it's a pretty personal question. What are you sad about? <laughs> um, hmm. Have you gotten anything you want to go over? Because uh, I do. I'm just debating on how I want to. I hadn't I mean, thought about talking about this mm -hmm. until just now. You know what it is. but uh, I mean, I haven't had time to be sad because I've been stressed. So. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I got something I'm sad about. I'm not going to talk about it today, but 
stay tuned mm-hmm. because we're gonna don't worry the baby's fine yeah the baby is fine jamie's fine everything's good there uh, it's nothing world shattering but um it is somewhat life-changing so mm-hmm. uh i'll talk about it um i'll talk about it soon mm-hmm. so all right um uh, moving on we have a new listener oh do we yes we do and his name is uh his name is joe <laughs> another hey, joe. one um, and he sends us a rather lengthy email, but he's new, so what the hell, let's, let's make it happen. He says, hi, Grouches, I found your pod through Table to Stage. Oh. Joe is a, uh, Jordan is a good friend. I promised myself I wasn't going to go back down the, through the archives as I don't have time for that. Yeah. A few days later, I'm back through 10 episodes. Let's just say I'm a fan. We appreciate uh, it, Joe. Yeah. Uh, he describes himself as, uh, I am a longtime semi-incognito Nerd, geek, fan, choose your term. Uh, a mutual connection uh, that mm-hmm. that uh, he and I have actually got me LARPing over 15 years ago. Nice. I've been playing D&D since my teens, collecting comics since childhood, and I can go on and on. Mm-hmm. While never ashamed of it, I did learn back in the day that in order to function in polite society, I could never go too far down one rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. He says, your discussions on toxic fandom were completely on point, although I do not have your dislike of hipsters. <laughs> And that's me. It's because mm-hmm. I'm 41 and old and crotchety. Um, I just think I know different tipster, uh, hipsters than you do. The worst toxic family uh, fandom we are facing, which has real consequences for all of us, are the Patriots. And I don't mean the NFL. <laughs> uh, Joe says that he is a veteran mm-hmm. that has been called not a real Patriot, whatever the hell that means. Nice. Um, I did volunteer for service, but I can still be critical of the fucked up shit that is happening. Patriotism is complete with its own cosplay, language, music, and ridiculously toxic fandom. Mm -hmm. When you look at politics from the realm of toxic fandom, read nationalism. Yeah. uh, We are in for some fucked up times ahead. So, here's my question. (laughs) What steered genreism and nerd culture to become so damn toxic? Um, He says, uh, it is the perception of privilege that losing ground... Full disclosure, he, is, he descri- describes himself as a middle-class cis white guy in his late 30s, mm-hmm. so he acknowledges that he's yeah. very privileged. Uh, you'd think people who are excluded because of their interests would be more inclusive and not less, not, and not less especially when others show a similar interest. It's worse than eye for an eye. It's more like you poked out my eye, so I'm going to poke out my other eye just to spite you. Mm-hmm. When Miles Morales took lead over uh, as Spider-Man or Kamala Khan as Miss Marvel or Kate Kane as a LGBTQ plus representative Batgirl, that was a new... Actually, Kate Kane is actually Batwoman. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a new method of telling a story that had gotten stale from a different point of view. Mm-hmm. It was also a tactic to expand the fan base, and there's nothing wrong with that. Unfortunately, it was people who look like me and have my same privilege that become toxic about it. Mm-hmm. It's fine to voice an opinion if the characterization was incorrect or the story was contrived or narrated or narrative not coherent, but to hate something because it is no longer representative uh, because it no longer represents you when you are fully represented by virtually every other character. Mm-hmm. It's not about you. Take a hike. I love your gatekeeper analogy and the Ghostbuster post Ghostbusters clip that goes with it. You're welcome. I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> Uh, but the mindset that causes it is baffling. I don't mm-hmm. have to be like I don't have to like what you like, or I can like what you like for a different reason, mm-hmm. or in a different way. I just never I, I never have to spoil your your enjoyment of it. 
I'm sorry for for I'm sorry this is so long. Feel free to truncate as needed. These episodes, the, those episodes are really thought provoking. I think all of nerd culture, especially those mistreated because of it, needs to remember what that was like and to reevaluate their own behavior. It's like an abusive relationship, and the nerd culture needs to break the cycle and be better than this. Thanks, Joe. I mean, he said it pretty well right there. There's really nothing more to say. Um, I got to be honest. You know, this is something that I really um, struggle with mm-hmm. um, because of my age and because you know my white cisgendered straight hetero male. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm you know I'm whitey. I I struggle with it at times. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, and what I struggle with. Yeah. Oh, let me rephrase what I struggle with. Not the issues. I struggle mm-hmm. with fans. Mm-hmm. I struggle with the level to which fans are. Um, ju- it's just ridiculous. That's it's because they there are people who acknowledge that they have privilege, and then there are people who refuse to believe that they are privileged. And I don't understand why someone who is privileged gets offended when they're called privileged because the, no one's saying that it's bad that you're privileged no. it's saying you're privileged you should recognize that mm-hmm. and, and you rec- should use that privilege to aid those without even if you don't even if you don't and if you don't you're an asshole but even mm-hmm. if you don't you don't deny yeah don't say that you are in the same boat as someone who is not yeah. clearly in the same boat as you mm-hmm. and you know it's this, you know, I don't know, it's just the me, me, me culture, but I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just this idea of um, that somehow somebody else not like you liking something diminishes Mm -hmm. you liking, you know, diminishes it for you. Right. And it's that poser, gatekeeper thing that I just hate so much. (sighs) When did we all become fucking metal fans? so. So that's what's going on here. Steve just walked in. Steve's a player here. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Steve? Hello. Come on in. Welcome to Couch Crouches. Uh, yeah. yeah. We're actually just finishing up. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so tell me, Joe, how, yeah. do, how do they get in touch with us? Oh, well, One more time. If people want to get in touch with us, they can email us at couchcrouches at gmail.com. They can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash couchcrouches. Uh, follow us on Twitter at couchcrouches. Follow us on Instagram at couchcrouches. Uh, search through your whatever your favorite podcast app is, and I'm sure we're on there. And uh, just search couchcrouches. We're the only one. As far as I can tell. Yeah. My mother-in-law came across the, the podcast yeah. today, and she, I was just like, you don't want to listen to that. Yeah. She's like, no, 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 I don't want to listen to that. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. All right, I guess we'll call it there for Couch Grouches. This is Jim. I'm Joe. Fuck on, audience. It's just not the same. Console doesn't have something to say.